0: City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker.
1: Greetings Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 233 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Yes, we just keep moving up and moving up and getting better. Crazy results. Sometimes can start out frustrating, but of course, we always end up in the where we want to be, so here we go again. Uh, we'll definitely review the last match. We'll cover pretty much what's coming up this week and early into next week. Yeah, it's a busy one today, that's for sure. Of course, before you can really get into the mix, we got to welcome back our brothers in arms. Welcome back, Bam. Welcome back, Tony. Tony, you're displaying something over there. What's going on, man?
2: Oh, it's my Mexican flag, of course. <laughs> And I'm going to get crap for, for it because it is Cinco de Mayo, not which is a n- national holiday in Puebla only, not Mexico. But again, we're in America, so it's technically a holiday over here. So but, happy th- Battle of Puebla Day. Exactly. <laughs> and then, of course, people are going to give yeah. me crap because I'm wearing my Italian jersey. But again, I'm a, I'm a mutt. So.
1: Heritage, man. <laughs> Heritage. It is what it is. It's good. It's great. Be proud. Should be proud. It's cool. Uh, it's the American story, man, all the way. Bam, how are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing quite well. Drinking one of my favorite drinks. Got a nice little basito going, so passion fruit flavor. Very unique oh. to Australia, Australia over here, so haven't had one for a while. Sorry, when I was getting some lunch, I'm like, I'll go grab a can.
1: And I'll take the boring route. I got my uh, LAFC branded diet Coke. What else am I going to do? Pepsi, actually Pepsi. Um, I'll go vanilla. I'm sure Tony and even his cat has something better to drink tonight, but there we are. (laughs) It's shaking his head at me. All right. So let's get into it. We're going to do things a little bit different this episode. We're going to start off with our breaking news before we get into the last match. Cause let's be honest. We want to talk about that stuff first. So Tony, what is going on in the world of LAFC?
2: So, um, it's pretty much for the breaking news. It's pretty much our unions. This is breaking news. So Christian Gonzalez and Joshua Santiago just finished up their uh, national team training camp with Mexicans under U16. Um, I know I only we only follow LAFC here, but I wonder how many more like national like the youth in the MLS get more like national kids into their youth programs than the national team because I feel like every other week. It's El Salvador, it's Mexico, it's USA. It's like literally every nationality that we have on our team gets brought up into them. So our academy is doing really well, it seems like.
1: Yeah, it definitely catches the eyes of the national sides. Uh, It's refreshing to see that. You know, there was a time where the United States, we were looking elsewhere to find talent, right? And now people are coming to the United States to find talent. It is an interesting twist uh for the good or the bad right honestly it's still to the good of the players right they get their opportunities they get their chances it's a good thing I saw with Mexico they're 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 focusing heavily on the youth that play here uh, apparently the Cal brothers in San Jose have been rumored to be uh, courted by Mexico due to a grandparent so and they're taking citizenship so it sounds like that be smoke behind that so good on them good on all these players if they get the opportunity and someone appreciates it and gives them a shot take it at the youth level, you're not stuck, right? You you get you get your opportunities, so might as well make the most of it. Get that training in; it's a little more experience, and uh, yeah, enjoy it. It's a good time, that's for sure. But uh, congrats again to Christian Gonzalez and Joshua Santiago, because uh, yeah, you represent represent us every time you go out. So good on you guys. What else we got going on, Tony?
2: And then, as we said, I believe a couple pods ago. As Stater Brothers is part of our new partnership or sponsorship, Christian Torres is now pretty much the new poster boy for Stater Brothers. And um, also they're having a contest to win LAFC prizes or swag if you can enter. Um, Joseph, the expert on Stater Rose, can you explain why Christian Torres was picked?
1: you mean my former employer what a long time ago people long time ago uh yeah so stater brothers is from the inland inland empire as is christian torres and in the advert you'll notice they talk about fontana where christian comes from and, and about not you know always staying loyal to your roots basically uh and so since christian torres was raised in the inland empire and that's where staters comes from uh yeah it just became a good a good thing to link and so, yeah, they, they have the advertisement. includes his family in there as well. And, yes, they are definitely offering some prizes uh, and, opportun- and you know, drawings and stuff. So, definitely go to your local Stater Brothers. See what they got. Anytime an advertiser with LAOC actually offers something back to the fans, it's very refreshing. It's appreciated. So, uh, yeah, take them up on it. Go check it out. See what they're doing. But uh, I know, Bam, you're watching the ad as well, right?
0: Yeah, I found it on YouTube. Um, so quick watch, nice little 30 second ad, which is good. Um, going by the website and all that, they've got 150 prizes every week up until the end of the month. Um, so good chance for prizes. And looking at it, is it is Stater Bros. a bit like Costco?
1: No, Stater Brothers is pretty much a traditional supermarket, like as traditional as it gets. They have an actual butcher and and uh it's kind of old school to be honest uh you know cl- your classic american supermarket thats that's what they do they don't get too crazy with it it's it's
0: pretty standard uh, so it be more like our um coles and woolworths over here so just a general run the mill yeah yeah
1: pretty pretty much it's not it's not the low end right it's not like a warehouse store but it's not like whole foods where everything's too expensive to actually buy and uh it's definitely not like amazon where you can walk out with the stuff without apparently looking like you're paying uh no they're pretty much check stand your traditional so uh again it's if you're in the ie they're everywhere um some orange county as well uh that's where they're most common but san gabriel valley there's a lot of them too um i dig it i still shop there you know Uh, i'll definitely go check it out now that they've got they got lafc stuff going on and supporting the cause. can't help but do that and uh so yeah good on them good on christian torres to see him get featured uh he's certainly earned it in his in his process um coming from out out of here you know uh so yeah good on them for sure um tony there's other sponsors to talk about aren't there
2: yes there is so we have a new partnership with sokios.com. I believe I said that correctly. Um, so, and I said partner because it is with 26 of the other MLS teams in the whole nation. So, or in, yeah, pretty much in the MLS nation. But so what this is, is pretty much is like your Rouse rewards, your Dunkin' Donuts rewards and stuff like that. Like you sign up, you register yourself and you get new rewards every week, like Exclusive virtual tailgates, things that you might not get usually. It gives you more incentive to maybe come to games, participate in certain LAFC stuff, maybe, and then also other the other teams. I believe if I saw on Twitter, uh, Chicago is one of them, and then SKC. So
1: interesting, interesting. Uh, definitely go check it out. See if it's your cup of tea. Uh, but if you know they're back in the team, it's it's always worth giving a look see, that's for sure.
0: Right, Bam? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually on the website now to have a look. So some of the other teams on there, obviously PSG, Roma, um, Galatasaray, Man City, um, Inter, Milan, Leeds, Aston Villa, uh, Flamingo, New England's Revs, um, you also got Palomiris on there. River Plate. So there's some big teams on there. Uh Italy national teams on there. So there's some big names on there.
1: Pretty cool. Another another sign of growth, right? New sponsorship. That works. That works. Um, I know that we've also got some other things. I know guys will say it once and then we'll walk away from it. We do know the Sounders won the CCL. That's cool on them. That just means that we're gonna shoot for the treble. I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, no stopping us. We'll do our own glory. We'll make our own glory. They got theirs. We're going to get ours. That's for certain. And I'll leave it at that. I think that's enough for the breaking news on that, Bam,
0: right? Right? Seems about right, Yep.
1: And we're done with that. Yeah, uh, cool. So, uh, in terms of other stuff going on with Community, Tony, uh, there's some news leading up to the match on Saturday, correct?
2: Yes, there is. So, of course, there. Since it's a Saturday and it's a late game, FanFest is back. 4 p.m. If any of you have been into it, most of most of our, our supporters go there for the free stuff and go just to like get away from doing certain things. But it's like seven dollars, I believe. Uh, beer, eight dollars cocktails, and the, most of our LAFC sponsors and MLS sponsors will be there to hang out. So. Again, if you're not comfortable with us, which we're pretty easy going, then you're more than welcome to ease your way into Fan Fest and get some good courage.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I know there's some other stuff going on in Christmas Tree Lane as well that would suggest that you need to go check everything out this weekend, right, Tony? Big stuff in the Christmas Tree Lane. Why don't you, get, why don't you share that with everybody as well?
2: Okay, so it is Mother's Day celebra- celebration at Christmas Tree Lane. So we're going to be starting at 11 o'clock. We'll have – at at Pretty much leading up to the game, game day, we will have different bands playing the whole the whole time. Of course, we're also celebrating Cinco de Mayo out there because it's just a fun little thing to do. But it's mostly for the mothers. So 11:30 will start about, I believe, 11:30. 11 will be starting, and then from there on, every other every two to hour, we'll have a new band or performer coming up. So it'll be a lot of fun. Everyone's joining in. Everyone's doing something I saw. Someone's doing Philly cheesesteak sliders. Um, I think A is doing a buffet style um, uh, Mexican buffet. And, uh, and then, of course. Or
1: um, I saw D9 News doing Papusas, mm-hmm. yep. uh, which is going to be cool. Uh, and everybody's in on the music. I think three major, three major bands is what we're getting right. So Ooh. it's going to be pretty big. Like this one's going to be really intense and there's going to be some other st- intense in the best kind of way, Uh total celebration. Uh, but there'll be some other surprises as well as from what I understood that we'll let them do what they do. You know, the fam uh, because it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. That's for certain. So don't miss it. Definitely come out 1130 to 230. Uh, it kicks off. And as you see, the bands just keep going. Uh Yeah. Yeah, definitely something not to miss. And while you're out there, of course, there is a certain hashtag and, and mission that we need to do. Right, Tony?
2: Yes, it is. Um, OK. Hashtag scarves for good. I or scarves, scarves up for up good. good. Yes, yeah, scarves up for good. See, um, so people have been posting, but they put in scarf instead of scarves. So that's why I'm emphasizing scarves up for good. And you just go to, uh, the, uh, the scarf right in Pepsi, Pepsi Plaza in that big, um, little fixture that they have Hold up your sign and, you know, every donate, there's donations. Every time you post it, it's free to do. Now there's also more of an incentive. So there is also a, um, North End ticket drawing versus Austin for four tickets to in the North End Terrence. For most of you who don't know who that, where that is, that is literally above the 3252. You get to watch it. A nice view for it. Um, all food and drinks are uh, included as well. And also you get a uh, post-match penalty kick experience. And all you have to do is just do the hashtag scarves up for good and tag leo 3252 and this is your way to potentially get to go to the austin fc game for most likely the battle for the first for the first place in mls west
1: as you see right down below guys we'll leave that up there for a while just you guys see it pretty much most of the episode i think today uh because i need to remind myself as well and be a good boy about this so yes definitely go lift your scarf do it in the north end terrace pepsi's again fronting this guys like they are matching they're doing they're doing amazing work if you let them so uh yes definitely go take your pictures up there um we saw a lot jump on i saw B real go out there as well with julio good on him for doing that uh, a lot of a lot of people out there doing it, so uh, definitely we all got to follow through. So scars up for good. This is for Mo. We got to get that field up. This is the best way to do it, and of course the drawing is awesome, right? The Austin drawing is really cool. So as Tony said, follow through, follow through. Of course, that's not the only charitable thing we're doing. Uh, Tony, there is one other uh, drive that we're up to as well, right?
2: Yes, we are doing lend a hand donation drives at at in the to at the tailgate for BA. So at that one, we're doing toiletries. We're going to be doing all all month. Um, but for this game coming up, we are asking for travel size, shampoo, and conditioners, toothpaste, hairbrushes, and toothbrushes, soap, and lotions. And also, we um, monetary donations are also accepted during the game. So this is your chance to, again, we try to give back as much as LA has given us. We're trying to give back to it and make not just our city better, but the whole world better.
1: It is. So we'll keep that going as well. Black Army knows being being very active in making this kick off. So good on them for doing that. Uh, Yeah, there are a lot of things that we can do. So definitely let's take advantage of it and do it. Not that hard to go take a picture of a scarf, right, and put it on uh, on social. So, yes, let's make it happen. Um, We will keep you posted as things develop. But, again, we're, we're looking forward to seeing everybody's pictures this weekend. It is a late kickoff, so you'll have plenty of time to knock that out since we don't get going until 8 o'clock. Wow, 8 o'clock kickoff. Uh, so, yes, go take advantage of the long, crazy tailgates. <laughs> hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I will beg of you to hydrate. So we got you at full strength against the best team in the East. Uh, so you definitely need to uh, be ready for that. All so, hands on deck, yes, Tequila, sir.
2: tequila, tequila. That's what I'm hearing. And water, and water, <laughs> and water. Yes,
1: alternate if you must, people. I mean, after tonight, I know a lot of you're gonna be like, "I'm gonna hydrate for a week." So I get it, I get it. Just add into your Saturday. We'll we'll, we'll get you where you need to go. Um, again, I look forward to seeing everybody out there at the tailgate. Let's make it happen um, and donate donate where you can time is probably the most important thing at this time. And of course showing your scarves. So, all right, with community all set, you know what you got to do. Let's get into the last match. Cause honestly, this one was a doozy. It was a wild one. Dramatic is an understatement. This one was fun to watch and also torture. Uh, Minnesota came into town, ready to go, ready to rip things up. Bam. How did their lineup look for this one?
0: So for their lineup, they went with a 4-2-3-1. So they started with St. Clair in the back as a keeper, who I'll talk about a bit later on. Their defense was Lawrence, DeBasi, Boxall, and Fisher. They had Rosales and Ariaga in the mid. Um, Holloway, Reynoso, and Dan Lardy also in the forward mid and Lott up top by himself. For us, we went with a 4-1-4-1. Went with Kripu in goal, obviously. Placeros for Murillo and Escobar in defense. Ilya with that um, defensive mid. Vela blessing Acosta and Poku in the mid, and Chicho up top.
1: A little change, but a good change. Uh, it's nice to see Escobar back on the field doing what he does best. Uh, again, I I love the Escobar vibe. I love what he brings to this game. If you need edge, he can provide that. If you need if you need good touches out of the back, he'll do that too. Rarely makes mistakes. Rarely makes mistakes. Definitely steady back there. Does he go up as much as the others? Not as much. I think maybe that's because of what he's coming back from. Uh, but still, it's what you need back there. He was bottling those dudes up all game. So good on him to be there. Uh, we we're wondering. But hey, he's back. Palacios, of course, ever since the San Diego match, uh, he's become a bit, of, a bit of a conduit. It didn't change in this match. In terms of the approach, he became basically a deep, deep, deep playmaker, you know, um, overlapping at every call, every time and adding that pressure on the other side and overloading. You know, I mean, that was that was really what we saw. The four-one-four-one was definitely re- welcome, right, Bam?
0: Yeah, it's... Uh... It's a no B rod formation. So yeah. With with some, of the, with some other new talking early today, will we see it next game? Most likely, but the 4 1 4 1 is the no B rod formation.
1: And and in truth, for for what Uruguay, he's played left mid in a similar system. It might not change when he comes back either. He might just get that extra few yardage that we've always longed to see. Uh, so when he gets back, it might not change after all. Uh, especially with Ilya dropping back as well as he does and really keeping things stable back there um, approach. I mean, I would say that they came to play. We came to play, but we're just a little bit better. Okay. A lot better. Um, and it proved that as the game, as the game kicked along uh, Tony, in terms of match highlights, let's get into it right away. Uh, let's 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 bring up what happened in the first half, sir.
2: It was a very, just We Like we said, we knew what Minnesota was coming to be. It's going to be one of the best defensive teams in the league. So it was – I think I heard in one of the highlights and videos of everything, it's just like we shot at every possible direction that we could and couldn't get the ball in that little square, little opening that we need to put it in, (laughs) or the goal, as I like to say. But that's how ridiculous it was. I have to make up something really quickly to show it really fast. Well, but
1: Yeah, by the okay. end of it, it was 23 shots. So, I mean, yeah. you could tell where this was going. So, exactly. um, yeah, good stuff, Tony. So, what's our big moments?
2: What do we got? Ooh, the biggest moment is um, me and Joseph had a bet that LAC would score first. Someone in the upper offshelance, I'm going to guess Mo, decides not just let us score first, Let's give it to Joseph's front runner for <laughs> golden boot, oh, <laughs> Mr. Hollingshead. It was off to a corner kick in the 83rd minute. Um, off a usual corner kick, gets knocked down, and who's there, like always? Hollingshead, and just strikes it in, puts us in, and breaks the deadlock at for one nil
1: yeah late 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 in the game after eight million shots eight million chances trying to break these dudes down missing some crazy stuff uh them missing some crazy stuff it came to hollingshead as a substitute and the reason we're calling this episode golden eye like why golden eye i know the advert like the, the really cool match logo that we use or poster that we use was based off the golden eye video game dude you guys are awesome for doing that media team amazing as always as always jeff and uh ac noho right i mean that's if you go on, on their instagram that's you're gonna see lafc jeff and ac noho they're the guys that designed that thing uh super cool um golden eye when i when i reference it for this match the golden eye of course the eye of charindolo uh, i was gonna go with midas touch but but it's a little too obvious so to me, Eye, he sees it, he makes the changes, it makes sense. Like, Hollingshead on the bench, after all this time he's been playing, he's the guy that gets sat down. Yeah, Sifuentes, after all the work he's put in, Blessing gets the moment. And, of course, the payoff is the payoff. Now, in terms of the Hollingshead goal, he said it himself, we have so many targets on this team. Uh, they're paying attention to others, so it gives me an extra space to do so. Right? He said that in there. It made sense. Um, He took advantage of it. But guys, he averages five goals a year as a left back. This is what he does for Dallas. And you know how Dallas was when he was there. That wasn't the hottest team in the world. And he's still managing these goals. Now he's got all these weapons around him. Is he going to double it this year? He's at what? Three now. He has the second most goals on the team. Yeah, that's right. A guy that we're platooning between left back and right back. Uh, Has the second most goals on the team, spreading the wealth. Uh, And so I made the bet to Tony, to you guys. Nobody really took me up on it, but still, it's there. That Hollingshead would outscore B-Rod by the time this season was over. I didn't know B-Rod was going to get hurt, you know. But I knew their averages were the same, right? So, you know, the way I saw it, knowing how he plays, I thought it was a safe bet, to be honest. Wasn't being too crazy with it. Uh, let's hope B. Ride goes and proves me wrong when he comes back. But I don't think Hollingshead's done scoring yet, right? Bam,
0: no, definitely not. With the way that he has come on and changed the game up, he might overtake Vela. Vela keeps passing off, Vela's only got four for the season, he's on three. You know, Vela, you got the new contract he's- coming so.
1: It's hilarious to me that we've spread the wealth. And we'll talk about in a bit about how much we've spread the wealth this season. But, yeah, Vela's got, what, four goals and, like, three assists. That makes him the second and actually tied for top in assists as well. And then you realize there's uh, 12 different goal scorers for the team right now. And like, oh, that's why. Uh, I, It's more than a starting lineup, right? 12 goal scorers, and now you get it spread the wealth they can't cover everyone if everyone steps up they're dead right we you don't have a chance against this team if everybody keeps doing what they're doing so keep it up hollings said of course did it charindola brought him in just at the right time escobar didn't look so happy when he came out because dude it feels good to be back in the lineup uh and uh did we had doing safuentes came in as well uh okay that's the moment and of course 90th minute tony what happens with safuentes
2: So Fentas ends up scoring off a, also another, um, I think LAFC is trying to hashtag the bench mob because of how well our bench is doing because of 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 surprising out of left field. Janela actually helped in this assist, but it was, it's originally to Palacios, but MLS does hockey assist and Janela was part of it. And it was a beautiful as they're calling ticky tack kind of goal back and forth. Um, I just saw Mark, I didn't even notice it because again, I'm just so in the moment of doing what I gotta do, that the drums, we went into acapella, the drums hit as soon as Palacio touches it, the drum, and then we end up scoring with Sifu with the goal and then they had a little dance at the end, but put us up 2-0 and it was just celebration. So the rest of the game was over.
1: I mean, we added to the drama in the north end. It was perfect. It was, it was almost looked like it's scripted. Um, yeah, he mentions that we have, what, eight goals scored by substitutes this year, right, which is most in MLS. And this is weird. Already the most in a single regular season in the club's MLS history, most, most we've ever done. We just keep breaking records, people. That's what we do. Uh, yeah, and so I got to say, that Janella pass, that little flick, where the heck did that come from? That is so like that's Janela. Um, I don't know what you're doing, Steve. I don't know what these training sessions like. What, how, how, how are you doing this? Uh, you know, last time we saw Janela, he was struggling against Orange County, and now he's flicking the ball past one of the top back lines in the league, uh, and making him look like fools. Uh, yeah, something, something's in the water.
0: I'm happy with it, that's for sure, right, Bam? Definitely, definitely. It's Light and day from last year to this year, plain and simple. And like, even just looking up some of the, the team stats at the moment, goals per 90 minutes. Who do you think is topping that list for us?
1: It was to jury shroudy as of last week, but now it's Hollingshead, right?
0: Nope, still to jury Shardy.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had it because of the madness in Miami and the wonder goal, right? Uh, yeah, figured, figured. All right. Uh, Yeah. So again, we spread the wealth. It looks good. 23 shots in total. Not enough on goal. I'll just say that. Not enough got through, but they still got through. Um, They still scored. They could have scored more. Opoku, I think, had like an open net that he missed. Um, There were mm-hmm. a few moments there. There was a few lucky bounces that they got from us as well. We got lucky on one as well. I know. But you know what? That was the only chance they had all game, people. Like, that was it. We didn't do. They didn't get nothing. It was that was what they got. They got one chance, and it's it's what load again. Who, if you watch Minnesota play, it takes him five chances to do one decent one. Like that is just his way. He's not. He rarely gets one on the first. So just by just by squeezing the uh, service there, yeah, he wasn't going to take advantage of that. Um, Of course, honorable mention. Of course, goes to Dane Sinclair. Uh, If they didn't have him in the net, probably would have been four. I mean, I, I I think that's a safe bet it would have been for. What do you think, Bam?
0: For me, it's if we didn't have our goals keeper sorted out right now, I would say go after him. He was just okay. having an amazing, amazing time in goals and all that. Like, he's 24. He's got a lot of, ahead of him. He's represented Canada in one game so far. Like, yes, it was a 7-0 over Ruba, but... He's got a lot a big future ahead of him if he keeps going how he's going. Yeah, uh,
1: he 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 is he is pure quality, right? Um, there's there's a few keepers in the league We're just like, yeah, okay, he's got it. Dane's one of them. Uh, Andre Blake's another, and we'll talk about him in a little bit. And of course, there's Max. Uh Max doing Max things even in this game. It's not always the shot stopping, right? It's the other work. And Max does that even in these games where he keeps the guys a little calm, he's communicating, keeping things going. Nobody's panicking. I don't notice panic used to be where our guys always look like they are panicked and can't let anything pass. And now it's kind of like, well, we'll take our percentages and whatever happens, happens. And the panic play doesn't really exist anymore. That's nice. That's perfect. It's what we need that you can almost look like you're sleepwalking from the back uh, and still get the job done because there's some moments that are a little sketch, but this match, not much, not much in it. Right, Bam? I mean, they look pretty darn stable.
0: They did. They did the back like I don't know what's going on with them with why they're so low on the ladder. If you look at that, um, but what they've got ahead of them is going to be really good.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the issue was some, some cheapies, right. Cheap goals against and yeah, uh, that's why we have, you know, the shutouts kind of went away, but now we're back into it. So, uh, now I got to keep it going again uh and, and make it happen, uh Tony, any other things that stood out to you for the match that like, whoa, okay, here we go.
2: Honestly, it was just mostly like our defense just like holding it tight like there it was it wasn't like concerning. We do start off to a slow start, but it's it's also reassuring that we do have a tight defense to move forward and like even the like the bench which we'll talk about in the next game what's going to happen with that and we'll see how deep we are and we have the right tools to move forward um it seems like in the last um interview i saw with uh, Chindolo that they just posted it seems that the players have We haven't changed what we are we've changed just the outlook of how we do things and the and the players are actually buying into the system and you can see it in these past games where we've only had one hiccup and we're already tied with what we've done with the 2019 team that we love so much
1: and we look more comfortable than that team did right Way more comfortable than that team. 100%. There was chaotic moments even at that point uh, in 2019. Um, you know, stinking supporter shield back then at risen I don't think that was the real thought for us at the moment. We were doing good, but this year you're like, well, you know, comparing. I like what I see here. I like the depth. I like all that stuff. So, yeah, definitely good times. Now, bam, how did the faithful see it? Where did they rate everybody in this game?
0: A lot of love for Elie and a lot of love for Palacios. They're the only two that have, they're the top two from uh, this week with Elie with well, 14 votes from the fans, plus 11 votes from the fans. And then it goes down to Murillo, Acosta, Sifu, Hollingshead, Vanilla, and Janela. Both Vella and Janela only got one vote from the fans this week.
1: <laughs> That's rare. That's very rare. When it was funny is I thought his performance was better this week than the last one for, for Velo in terms of being the distributor. Um, but yeah, yeah, well, there I, was some weird... yeah. I one
0: person voted for him to give him that one vote.
1: <laughs> I mean, he had some frustrating moments. I will say that final third stuff was a little bit sketch for him at times, uh, but of course all, all's well that ends well, you know uh, there was some rough moments for him. Um, but in the end of the day, he still did the job. Um, I'm with everybody. I, I, Ilie every week seems to be like the man, right? Uh, it, it's just he, he again settles everybody, distributes, makes transition a lot more comfortable for everybody. Just knows where to be. Definitely a leader out there. Uh, but it's good to see. Uh, he's definitely uh, given new life to his career in MLS this year. Um, I you know I was, I was watching watching the MLS guys talk about it. Uh, I'm talking about power rankings and all that stuff. And they were like, we thought he was done, and he's not done. And it's like, no, he's not. Uh, and he's not settling at center back either. That's what others thought he was going to be, is like the backup center back. And nope, uh, he's in, he's anchoring this thing. Uh, and that's beautiful to see. Um, I rated Hollingshead possibly getting a top three because, dude, he still scored, you know. Um, but Placios, like, I'll, I'll say it right now, Placios has driven me nuts pretty much most of this season. <laughs> He still makes mistakes that drive me crazy, but ever since the San Diego match, he's had a fire. Uh, it's different. Uh, the approach looks different. The confidence is different. Um, he's finding his way defensively. I need more from him. You know, that's just me being me, but dude, he's a playmaker from his role. And it's been wild to see how much faith that, that Dolo's put in him. Uh, and it's paying dividends. So, uh, all good on him for finding his way into the system and and really taking a leadership role on the ball. Uh, he really is taking a leadership role on the ball. So good on him for that. I think, Bam, you're kind of in the same boat. Like, well, there's questions, but boy, he gave us some answers.
0: Definitely, definitely. Like for me, for my top three this week, I gave Plasso's the three votes, uh, Blessing two votes, and Hollings said one vote. That's how I saw it.
1: Blessing. Now, why did you choose Blessing as a second star?
0: I just think his work weight, especially in the first half, was amazing. He kept running and all that, and he didn't slow down in the second half easily until he got subbed off. So to me, with what he did in the first half and all that, it was just he was always there or thereabouts to score a goal in the first half. It was just those last little blocks and all that. So for me, he did enough to get two votes.
1: Agreed, uh, and he, he again, made Steve Cherundolo look like a genius uh, by pulling the people he pulled to do his job and, and get get it going. So uh, good on him, Tony. Your impressions of the match? Who are your three stars?
2: Um, so I'll go from the bottom all the way to the top. So my, I'm going to put Moose is my as one as one point because he has the work weight. Honestly, if he continues this this work weight producing and doing everything i feel that he might get called up not for macedonia but the u.s national team and i'm not saying starter i'm not saying starter i'm saying like Uh reserve bench something like that 100 because he's Uh,
0: which which brings a question about it is knowing with who will be the regular starters for the u.s national team would it be smart for him to turn him down and go? No, I want North Macedonia.
1: There are things going on there right now that I don't know. Uh, um, I, I I don't. I, I'd want to play, and I don't think the US is going to get continual playing time. But Macedonia, he's definitely going to get playing time, right? He'll get into qualifiers. He'll get into that. Will he get into a World Cup with Macedonia? Maybe not, but he could get in. They could sneak into a Euro. I mean, maybe stretch, but the U.S. right now is going youth movement more than anything else. Not, not guys over twenty-five. It seems are are the main focus, especially on the offensive side of things. It seem to go younger and younger and younger. So, uh, could they? Could he get minutes? Why not? Why not get a look? See, mm-hmm. um, but man, it's a hard one. You know, hard decision for him. You know, but uh, I have, I think it'd be a stretch if he went. But you know. We always want our guys to do the best they possibly can. And if he gets it, good on him. Good on him. Um, nice. All right, Tony. So
2: that would be that'd be my one point. My two, of course, is um, Janela showed up, did the work rate. He's playing at a different level. And then my third is Palacios. And I feel it's also – I think Chindolo has a soft spot for him again. Going back to that interview with Vince, he talks about how he's trying to make him a better player. They both played the same position. He's trying to teach him, but but overall playmaking ability, he's he's got it more than most people have ever had that he's seen.
1: Even Cerandolo, um playing in the Bundesliga wasn't this wild, right? I mean, he he did his job. He was a leader, no mm-hmm. doubt. But Palacios is kind of just really, really right now. He's in he's in a level that, that there's not many that can compete with him right now in terms of offensive output, not from that position. The only other guy that competes with him in that, of course, is Hollingshead. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, those are the two in this league. Those are the two, and they naturally play that same role. So Hollingshead is a guy that's been like, well, I'll shift. <laughs> I'll take it. You know, gets me minutes. Uh So, yeah, good on him. Um, I, I also said with Moose, I, I, I kind of see a similarity between him and Dio. You're like, what? 2019, who was the guy that would come in when we needed him late?
2: Or oh, Dio, sorry.
1: <laughs> Dio, who's now showing to be that super sub? Oops. Moose. Like, what a difference a few years makes, you know? Uh Now he seems to be that guy. And on his end, like, for survival... Being a super sub's not a bad thing, especially when you get later in the year when guys start picking up funny injuries, he's the guy that's going to be fresh. He gets to the playoffs and guys get racked up. He'll be a little more fresh, hopefully. Uh, so he has a, you know, a major role by being that guy and to be trusted by the manager to come in and do that. That's, that's amazing. You know, good on him. He's earned it. He's definitely earned it. And I think we all love when Moose, when moose is loose right and when he gets into that form and now we've got it so good on him now uh moving on we're going to transition into the i know a little different today black and gold vinyl club minute uh we said that we would cover artists from the cities that we defeat right or the ones that we played Since it's always going to be that right uh who we played last. So since we had to play Minnesota, I could only think of one artist. There were others, but one that really you can't. Re- Once you see his name come across, you're like, yeah, forget it. That's our artist. So for this week, I've chosen uh, Prince and the Revolution. You're like, oh, I see what album is going to be. Yes, definitely. It's going to be Purple Rain uh, came out in June 25th, 1984. Uh, one of those epic albums and movies, you know, if you've seen it, right? Uh, to come out. Terms of rock opera, let's be real about this. Uh just next level. Uh get that album, enjoy it. It's got Wind Doves Cry, Let's Go Crazy, Purple Rain, of course. Uh, Darling Nikki, if you've heard the foo Fighters do that cover, epic, epic, right? Uh I Would Die For You, uh, Take Me With You and Computer Blue are just some of the major songs. But that album's just, yeah, if you've never heard it, just go listen it's it's there um so we t- chose Prince because he's from Minnesota so it just makes sense uh next week we'll figure out a Philly artist that won't be hard Philly's got a lot of <laughs> a lot of artists to choose from uh, but that is our choice and with that we're gonna shift things over to you guys uh let's check it comments for the week yes we're at the midpoint of the show so let's see what everybody's got uh going on. Boom! 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 Pop him to the top, Anthony Bermudez. Congratulations! You were the first to comment on the day. He wants to know about B Rod's injury. Any news on B Rod's injury? Good question, sir. He is still listed as being out this week, right, Bam?
0: Yep. Yeah, no. Um. Ben put up a post on Twitter not till earlier today, um, saying that he's part of the players that are out this week and with Murillo and Henry out as questionable this week.
1: There we are. So we, I guess it's a hamstring. That's what we understood it to be. And uh, it's a long season and we're going to need him for the long haul. So maybe they're just going to play it careful here. Uh, He's a big investment, obviously uh, in more than one way on the field and also transfer uh, potential. So, You can't blow out that product when he has to pay dividends. That's for sure. And, again, his safety and and his health is is the most important thing. So, we'll get him back. Maybe he'll make a cameo against uh, Portland in the Open Cup. Maybe they're saving him for that. Oh, yes. Uh, Maybe we'll see him there. Same with Segura's due back soon. So, uh, yes, he'll be back. It's not a season-ending thing. I think they're just playing it cautious. Uh, Roberto in the mix saying, hey, yep. Got him here. Beast is in the mix as well. Good seeing you there. And there's Mark Lopez. says Feliz Chicho de Mayo. He's turning it up this month. Yes, Chicho's the man, dude. Like, he looks ready. He looks happy. When I see Chicho smiling, I know he's going to be deadly. That's just his way. The happier he is, like, when Vel is angry, he's better, right? His negative energy turns into positive results. It's the other way for Chicho. When Chicho's happy, then he's going to rip it up uh very, yeah, very happy right now, um, probably seeing the kids run on the field and all that, as we saw after the game. he's in a good place right now, we're happy for him, and yeah, we're all paying dividends for that, uh one thing you saw the commercial f- yeah yeah, bam, go one for it.
0: one thing with chicho him fall have to work on their dance routines a little bit better, there you also after the second goal, they tried,
1: yeah, Mario needs to teach them some lessons, I think, right, yeah. he had it down, yeah. Maybe that explains why you might be missing this next match, (laughs) but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Beast is in the mix, I see here. Uh, You like the commercial. I like the commercial. I love local investment, so even more so. Uh, Moving on, he says, Happy Mother's Day to all the mums around the world. Yes, this is the Mother's Day preview episode, so happy Mother's Day to all, if you're listening to this right before kickoff, Uh, as some of you do as a podcast. So, uh, again, all love to mothers. Can't wait for Mother's Day uh, and to celebrate the pre-Mother's Day events on Saturday. So good, good, good. Bam! Of course, I threw yours up there because I couldn't help it. Scar's up for good. Let's check that out again, guys. Going from the Pepsi Plaza, make it happen. Uh, LCBs, where players hang out sometimes. Oh, what? 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 Um, oh, I like Roberto. What happened, Tony?
2: The North and Terrence. That's where they hang out most of the time because they're up there. Uh, up top. I <clears>
1: see. <throat> I see. No slipping up there, boys. Need you help Roberto Espinosa, beer counts as hydration, right? Yes. Yes, to a point. Ox apparently is still awake. Uh, happy to hear you're doing okay, man. I know it was a little sketch last week with the weather. Got a little dangerous there, but, man, happy to hear you and the family are all right. All love, brother. Uh, Roberto Espinosa, man, I feel like Dolo is being out... The best players in players have struggling for a while. Placios, Pancho, B-Rod, pre-injury. It's good to see. Yeah, he, dude, a player's coach, a pragmatic coach. That is what he is, and it is definitely showing. Uh, Mark Lopez, the drums dropping out with acapella singing, multiple passes, then Janela back, he'll pass, and drums drop back. Uh, in when palacios touches it then pass the seafood for goal it was like a movie yes it was uh it was dramatic as can be uh classic la right this is this is like your hollywood ending right there so uh love it man good eye mark definitely and we were feeling it north end too when that thing dropped like there was an energy really the north end had an amazing energy this week They really did. It was it was extra special. They were they were lit up Um, the trumpets, you know, and having having the guys do that was a little different. But honestly, it looked like there was some payoff related to that because the energy was right. Energy was good. Uh, It is fun to be in the north end right now. There's no question about that. So. Well, well done, Mark. Uh, Rosmosa says, just waiting for our first half luck to swing in our favor. Last two games could have been three to four goal games. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty wild there at times, but nobody really panicking. Just we're being in it. We're doing it. We're we're making an active game. Um, I'd suspect a little more patience in the next one. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, Good on you guys. Love the comments. Keep them coming. That is for sure. We enjoy everything you guys bring to the table here. Uh, Speaking of comments, let's throw that up there right now. Bam. Tony, you want to talk about our new format and new show that we're talking about? I know Tony wants to hide from this right now. You shouldn't. You should be proud. It was cool. Uh, Who wants to talk about it? Because that was that was awesome.
2: Um, so as most of you who are on on a Tuesday, we'll try to do it every Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on moving forward with our U.S. Cup run. It could we could be playing on a Tuesday, but we are doing a live call in show in a discord kind of way where you could our discord is there for not just the call in show, but to. Any questions for us? Just talk LAFC, talk world, world football, anything. And it's just more of just an easygoing, just chatting up with your buddies over a beer and stuff like that. And we'll you, bring in people if you guys want to talk. And and don't even worry. It's it's just questions that you have concerns that we have concerns with, and we just talk it over in a very dignified format and we do not know how long as an lo- episode long we could go for an hour we can go for 2 hours depending on how much engagement we go with you guys so we have t- we're making time for you guys since you make time for us we'll make even more time for you guys anything I like that bam this is
1: a show yeah bam got tell them tell them how it is man cuz it um, you know, format style
0: yeah, that person now is on there. Um, obviously, the last episode had some audio issues on my end, which I didn't hear until after it. So I'll be hopefully fixing that for the next one. Um, yeah, completely new new way of doing it. Um, got the Discord link, so we'll be putting that up. Make sure you get on there. Ask us questions in there. We'll pull you in live. You can chat to us live. We are mainly a LEFC one two, but we'll talk about other little things like what's happened in Europe, like big news there and all that kind of stuff too. So we are branching out a little bit more from just the black and gold. It'll be the world football in a black and gold tinge.
1: Yeah. And in, again, a little different vibe for the LAFC faithful, because this is a call in show. Yeah. Right. It's one where your voice will be heard. Just like what we're doing right now. Bam's going to bring you up and you're going to actually get to speak. And I, I was the first one on there cause I just couldn't help myself. Um, and so it was really cool format was like regular radio where you got to turn down your side or else you echo to death. Yeah. I was the first to, to experience that moment, um, like singing a national anthem in a stadium. Uh, but it was really cool. And for you, you brave volunteers that went after me, uh, dude, you guys rocked. You, you really did push the episode forward. Yes. It was intentionally short because again, we're testing this thing. Uh, but it was good. I was super happy with it. It's only going to get better tech-wise as we get used to tweaking that. Because, again, not that many, if any, LAFC call-in shows actually function right now and exist. We're the ones. We're doing it. Um, of course, Bam, do we even mention the title of the show? I think we forgot to. Of oh,
2: the lost title of the, of the show. New, new show. Yeah it was it was called off we the the title of the show is called off the rails as in the north end as in we go crazy as in some things just go off the rails and we just keep going with rolling with the punches
1: as we do sometimes on this episode and we, yeah we'll go off the rails and that one is off the rails because again there is no script there is no run of show there is no bullet point to hit it's you guys you direct where we go in these episodes Uh, and so yes, bam and Tony are kind of leading the charge, definitely leading the charge and really changing things up and getting us one more way to get to you guys and to hear from you guys. So take advantage of it when it comes back up, but yes, LAFC, uh, 3252 love. And of course, heart of LAFC off the rails. So again, tune in, we'll promote it. You'll see it. Uh, Twitch is where you can find it. Discord is where you can add in your voice comments. Uh, Join in, sign in, follow the directions, make it happen, and we'll see you on the next one. That is for sure. Right, Bam?
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: Nice. All right. Let's move it on forward. I know why you guys are here. You want to talk about, of course, the next match, the big match. I wouldn't call it a grudge match, but it is definitely the biggest test that we've had so far this year. And you're like, well, we went to Carson. Uh-uh-uh. This is the toughest team that we face so far this is the hardest battle we'll have yes it's at home but nothing is guaranteed in this match this is one of those few teams in the league that can hurt us in our house quite literally this to me is the one team that really does match up to our system almost like for like an approach yes their formation might look a little different but their approach is very similar and it's almost 2019 lafc-esque in the way they approach the game It's going to be a tough one for us. This is really a collision course. Uh, Looking at it, Bam, how are they looking right now, and how are they matching up with us?
0: Um, They are best in the East at the moment, Philly. Their last three games haven't been that great. So they have two draws and one loss in the last three games. They had a 2-1 loss to Toronto, a 1-1 draw to Montreal, and their last game was a 1-1 draw to Nashville. A um, couple of the highlights from the last game was opening of Nashville's new stadium, which does look quite nice. It isn't quite a nice stadium. Um, they scored first, but Nashville ended up with a penalty in the 84th minute um, to give them the lead. And then in the 90th minute, Penza and VAR, don't know what was going on there. Um, it was a handball, clear as day handball, um, but was after watching the VAR, Penta's like, no, I'm sick an original decision, not a handball. So we'll be interested to see what the pro refs YouTube channel releases this week. I've actually uh, gone to They're a...
1: not that special. They save those for us.
0: No, no. I've actually gone into a bit of a deep dive on their YouTube, and they do actually do a, a weekly. The head of VAR comes out and does a, re- a weekly little highlights show. It's oh interesting. God. It's interesting to say the least.
1: I mean, it's talking points. They're not really defining things. They're talking points
0: to make them sound better, right? Pretty much, yeah. But being able to hear the audio from the booth and the ref at the same time does bring into another option of it. Like me personally, I don't know about you guys, but I'd love if MLS two days later after the game, released the game footage with only the refs, audio they will never do it but i'd like to sit down and listen to it i'd be scared to
1: find out because if he's
0: mic'd you can just
1: imagine what the players are saying to him in these moments and i think it would be shocking to all of you guys uh because jawing an mls towards the refereeing is on another level like it really is they're pretty harsh on the refs here uh more so than you'd expect And you're like how do you get away with that it is pretty wild the stuff that's said it really is. Um, there is a show on Paramount Plus that covers Champions League uh, referees out there. And that one goes deep into it with the audio and how VAR works. And that one probably would be your better way of seeing how it's supposed to be done, how it's supposed to be done. Um, and, yeah, to really see how it is. So check that out. Um, I, I found that one more enlightening than anything I think Pro is ever going to bring out. So, um, And then I know there's some leagues where they have to explain it when they use it, right, yeah
0: like, in uh, the I, believe, I believe there are some, um, which I'd like to see more of being all around the world. Like I know next year, Scotland's going to get it for the first time, VAR. They had mm. a vote recently and all, but one team said yes to it. The one team that said no to it wasn't even the top flight team They're about two divisions below said we want to keep the. their reason was they want to keep the pu- purity of the game what's their name?
1: Dark arts FC. Like, <laughs> i find it. got to get their scarf now just because they had to be that one team. Yeah, there it is. Stand, die on your Hill, man. It's all good. It's all good for you. Uh, yeah. So back to Philly. Yeah. They probably should have lost this game due to another handball. Um, definitely more obvious than what we suffered through with pencil before. Uh, yeah, in terms of run of play and all that, though, I mean, they, they had their moments. They definitely had their moments. They were held in the game for most of it because of Andre Blake. Uh, and, and Tony's going to talk about him, I'm sure, in the good, bad, and the ugly. Uh, but run of form-wise, yeah, it's, it hasn't looked that good. But they haven't played bad in any of these games. At least that's my take. Right, Bam? And they, they look good. They're just not getting the, the points.
0: Yeah, no, they do look good. Like, the games have been good games. Um how they've not had more wins than they have, like losing 2-1 to Toronto, 1-1 to Montreal, who are going to have another rebadge soon. Um, I read last night that they're going to do another badge. So, yeah, um, they're not going too bad. Like I don't understand why they're... They beat San Jose 2-0, they beat New York City 2-0. So at why new at New York? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they beat Montreal in Montreal to two, uh, to one near the beginning of the season. So why have they gone off? Don't know. Uh, you know, from what I can tell, at least what I'm thinking,
1: it's because of the change in the lineup or the new faces in the lineup. Um, They are a strong team. They're strong everywhere, but there's guys that don't have a lot of minutes with this side. And that does affect things, especially up front. And we'll, we'll talk about those guys in a minute. Um, I think that would be where we throw it to you, Tony, for the good, the bad, and the ugly right now. Uh, go for it, man. What do you think's good for these guys right now?
2: What's good for them? Mm-hmm. Nothing too much against us, to be honest. Like, let's just let's just be honest. We have we are unbeaten. They can't beat us. They. We've beaten them in all three matches since our first meeting in 2018, before the draw in 2019 and 20. So they've never beaten us in, when we played them away or at home. Um, And it just, again, we are on a 2019 run again. We have the best starts since club history, since 2019. Only four more teams have gotten these many points at this stage of this MLS history. We don't talk about one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is uh, Kansas City. <laughs> and then um, the Union uh, earned a, a 1-1 draw from last time, taking 18 points to the most in most games through nine games in their season. So they're doing pretty well overall. But they've only won f- four points on it, on the 27. 27- um, they've only won four games in like pretty much all the time they come to out West. So I guess that time zone difference is pretty bad on them. And the last thing is pretty much is um, I'll give it, this is more of a Joseph stat for him. Um LFC's gotten goals from substitutes Hollingshead, head. Um, See Fuentes in the final two minutes, but again, this is the most in MLS. uh in MLS and already in single season for the club as well.
1: Unless, lest, lest we forget who took the supporter shield after us guys, Philadelphia. Okay. It went to Philly. I know we delayed the shipping. Sorry guys. You had to use like a a windshield cover. I know. Sorry. Um, Yeah, it happens. Talk to the post office. Uh, Yeah, so they've been good. They've been consistently good. If you really look at the two clubs, like there's some real similarities. Uh, And in this case, again, before this draw against Nashville, it's been their best start in their club's history, too. So we're both in this collision course where they're feeling good about things. Yes, the latest results have been sketched, but things happen. They're still playing well, they still have one of the best goalies in the league. He's elite. And you got us. And this is a collision course. And both feel like they can take this game. And so it's going to be a very, very interesting battle it is what this is going to be. Um, the one weird thing that I've noticed with them is they're not big on holding up the ball to maintain possession. They're one of these teams that likes to just go at you. And if it goes out of bounds or, you know, they get an odd shot and it's not the greatest shot, they'll they'll take it. You know they don't really hesitate on that so in terms of possession they're more of a team that's built on the counter and killing you on transition i know these are words that scare us every time counter transition oh lord last year that would have been scary this year i'm not that scared um but you know they only average about 40 percent possession in their games that's that's low man 39 is actually what it is well we average about 54. So you can already tell what this might turn into for this game, right? Trap, counter, trap, counter. That's what they're going to look for when they play us. Um, In terms of shots, though, not that far off. We averaged 16.6. They averaged 11. Um, The shots on goal, pretty even there. We're 5.8. They're 4.7. So it's looking at the shots on goal, even though, they again, they surrender possession to catch you on counterattacks. That's what they do. That is the system. Um, more to more to father. We'll get into it now. In terms of what they've got, Bam. Um, who stood out to you this season? Who's who's really the show right now?
0: For me, with them, um, obviously you got um, Gasdag up top. He's the top scorer. Um, Santos is the top assist. So with those two, they're the big ones really got to look out for.
1: Yeah, Gasdag is is basically their. They're controlling midfielder. They're they're central attacking mid. Um, Backed up with Martinez behind him, it's pretty formidable there. It's going to be a tough day for us at the office when it comes to central mid. Uh, It is interesting that Gazdag is the leading scorer, though, right? Because really the money's in Carranza and, of course, the new guy, uh, Ure. Those are the money men now, you know. And so those are your guys up top. uh, Looking further down it, Ale Badoya is going to be on the right side of your midfield. Flock, Leon Flock the German American. Yeah. He played for St. Uh, He'll be on the left side. Uh, pretty consistent there, but the back line is their real story. And I'm going to say this, this is where it gets tough for us. They don't break down very often. Uh, they have Glesnes and Elliot in the middle. That's your, your hardcore, like really solid center backs. And then you have Hariel, who's a younger player, but he's really showing up this year. He'll be your wing back, pretty much on the right side. He's listed right back, but he moved up. Um, and then uh, Wagner on the left, and so it's a four man back. Basically, a four one three two is what you're going to look at. Um, and of course, the real story for me, and it's going to be the thing that drives us crazy when we play teams with elite goalkeepers. Yeah, it's Blake. Blake is to me is the best goalkeeper in the league. He, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. I, you know, I love Max but Andre Blake is in his moment right now. I don't think you can get much better than what he's putting out there. Max is a challenger in this, but to me, Blake, I, I look around, there's nothing like him really. I am that high on him as a goalkeeper that he's really next level. Bam. Are you kind of in that, that realm as well? Like a little scary. Good.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Um, I did just have a look and they've released a restful game. So, mm-hmm. For our game, we've got uh, Marufo. Oh no! So, looking at some of the stats. Philadelphia has never won with him being one away with him being a ref.
1: What?
0: So they're more mad than we are.
1: But how do we yep. fare with him
0: at home? As him as a ref, we've had two wins, one loss, one draw at home.
2: Overall mm.
0: with him. Okay. So, but the cards, they've and, penalties. Had cards and penalties with him um, for us looking it up at the moment. Uh, fouls per game 12 um, yeah. at home. Fouls per game over the four games at home over the careers 11.75 with three yellows with an average of 0.75 yellows
1: okay and then in terms of fouls that's pretty much what we do Uh, we're averaging 14 this year so it's not like it's it's above um that's pretty much good uh that's average so interesting usually we always get the, the short end here but uh Guess not. Uh Philly's got to do something special with him. Now, are they a special side? Yes. Are they a different side this year? Definitely. Um, you're like, there's not that many changes. Yeah, there's enough. I'm telling you, the Kranza Ure setup, if that starts kicking off, the league's in trouble. And uh for 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 Ure to get off of the Schneid and finally get one, he's capable of being a league leading scorer. He's done it elsewhere. So uh Are they the prettiest goals? No, he's one of these guys that hit you on the counter. He's fast. The exact same system they want to play, they just bought a player that fits perfectly into that. They let Shabilko go because he wasn't a speedster. He wasn't going to run things down. He's a target man. And now they found a guy that can run the ball down on a counterattack. He is transition trouble for everyone they're going to play once he finds his way. And he's starting to show that now. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be tough for us. It's going to be a little bit scary for us at times again, definitely. They're not going to, they're not going to sit back. They're going to counter us every chance they get. They're okay with that coming back. And this could be a foot race if it does, uh, be kind of in danger zone. Now looking at the rest of the roster and looking at other games, uh, really the, the roster's pretty consistent. I don't see a lot of changes. Bam, when you're looking at the last three matches, you're not seeing much difference either, right?
0: No, no, I'm not. Um, we've also got no major injuries, so I don't expect yeah. any of the players to be missing. Um, had a quick look. No one's out for yellow cards either for disciplinary, so looks like they have a full-strength side
1: they're at full strength. So that's, that's an interesting vibe. Um, I forgot to even mention Martinez who who's been talked about as getting moved off already, uh, for big money. But, uh, again, the war is going to be in the midfield, especially knowing who we've got. Now let's bring it on to LAFC and what's going on with us. Who's in, who's out for us this week.
0: So the outs for us this week, um, are the usual suspects. So Segura's still out. Um, Duna's out, Gaines out, B-Rod's out, Listers out too. Um Ismail Judou Shadis lists out Henry and Marilla question lists as questionable. Now for me, if you're listed questionable, you're out. That's the way I see it at the you. moment. I just don't with our our team and our depths and all that, I don't want to risk a questionable injury becoming a permanent injury.
1: Especially for a guy like Maria. Nope. Nope. So I know our, our bench has been pretty good. Is it just simply Ibiaga's coming in to play with fall for this one?
0: That's the way I see it. That is the way that I see it,
1: man, man, man. And maybe, maybe at a point Ilya will play deeper than he normally does just to kind of compensate at times. I will say this uh, with Ibiaga. I do value Ibiaga. I think he's a good defender. I know he got, he got kind of some drama from Cincinnati, but the situation was really unfair for him. It really was. He wasn't. He wasn't looking to come in in that first half. There's no way. And then he had to come in pretty much cold. So that's a tough ask. I think he'll be much more stable this game, guys. I really do. Um, yeah, it, it definitely different vibe. Now, in terms of our form so far, we all know where we're at. Only one loss. And only one tie. Everything else was wins. We're on a three-game winning streak. So we have the potential to have our longest winning streak of the season if we can get a win this week. because we haven't strung more than three together yet. Like, that's a bad thing, right? I mean, stringing three together. But that's reality. Uh, Things that also stand out. I mentioned 12 players scoring a goal. Here's the other fun one. Ten different players have assists this year. Right? Ten guys have set up goals? Like, what? What's going on here? Remember the old days where we're relying on three guys and if Vela goes down, oh, well, let's look for the draw? No, that's not the story anymore. And that, of course, brings the stats. No and Oban was mentioning it. Yes, Vela is the leading scorer with four goals. Hollingshead right behind him with three. Orango with two. Cifuentes with two. Moose with two, right? Two, uh, I think, right? Uh, I'm seeing that right. Uh, and then the assists are fun, too, because your Palacios, uh, he's got his three assists, but who's right behind him? That's right. Carlos Vela, also with three, followed by Blessing and Cifuentes. The guys alternating starting roles, as we see now. Uh, really, really interesting to see where the ball is coming from. Definitely, they love coming up the left-hand side, right? Right? Seems pretty obvious there. Uh, but that's good, too. In terms of players playing pretty much every game, looks like Acosta's been there. Arango's been there. Blessing has shown up for as a substitute or a starter in every game. <laughs> um and see has been in every game so those are there's a few others right that we know but uh it's it's good to see the consistency in terms of appearance it's good to see that we can rotate the lineup and survive in order to call those starters for this game i have to say it we have an open cup game in only a few days right like a very short turnaround to an open cup match is there a chance that we rotate the squad a it for this match for the sake of making a run in the open cup. Keep that in mind as we talk about our potential lineups, but Tony, bam, I'll start with you, bam. Do you think there's going to be added rotation in the lineup simply because, well, we got Portland in a few days.
0: I do, but it's hard to say, because if Austin was playing before us, Back a lot easier, but they're not playing to the day after us. So, do we want to keep the best in the West? So, if if we'd already know the result of that game, then it would have a massive massive idea of what we'd put out in the starting eleven. Now, would you sacrifice
1: first place for now to take out Portland in a few days? Yes, I would. Ah, okay, you would.
2: All right, Tony. I wouldn't make any changes. Um, I feel that our depth in the bench is okay so that we can even still compete with Portland moving forward. So I would, I understand it's a long season and and of course we want all the Cubs moving forward, but I kind of also want to stick it to Austin with their little breakfast burritos in the morning BS that they always put on Twitter. So um i wouldn't change too much again maybe like we knew b-rod was hurt before this so maybe we are just putting him more cautionary to use them against portland
1: and then you will have rotation with mario as well again they're listing questionable like bam said they're not playing man why why uh the other benefit where you could pretty much afford to throw out there is we do have five substitutes in this game right Five is now proving to be the best thing around uh, because you can now limit everyone's minutes that are impact players. If we're doing okay in the second half, get them out of there, you know? Um, And so that's a chance. So like I would say Vela, pretty safe bet. We're not getting 90 from him in this game. No matter what's happening on the field, it's not going to be close to 90 yet. Tony, you think that's a safe bet?
2: 100% safe bet. I totally agree with you. There's no way.
1: No way. Uh, no way. And, of course, the young kids could probably play both games and I even think twice about it. It's enough span for them. So, Placios would be like, eh, we're good. set on the other hand, and Escobar, platoon time. That's for sure. Uh, both get some minutes. Someone's going to be more fresh than the other. And we go. And we go. Uh, yeah, so I'm still thinking maybe some sort of movement. Uh, let's go with predictions. Bam, who do you got on your back line for this one?
0: Backline, I'm going to go Escobar keeps his spot. Uh, Four keeps his spot. Palacios keeps their spot with um, Ibiaga coming in. I can see Hollinghead coming in for either Escobar or Palacios again, depending on what happens during the game. I can see that. So that's my backline would be Escobar, Ibiaga, For, Palacios.
1: There we go with the first sub being Hollingshead. No matter where we need him, okay. I'm with you on that. Of course, we know Max is starting. There's, there's no question there either. We love McCarthy, but not for this one. Not for them, Not for this one. Uh, midfield. I'll start with Tony. Predictions for mid.
2: The same as what we said: Sifu, Ilié, and Costa. Acosta, sorry, I just blanked on his name. because I was thinking of like cuz I was like thinking maybe changing it up and put Janella in, but then maybe use Janella f- as a su- he, he he's earned at least maybe a start in for Portland. That's what I was thinking. That's why I was like maybe. So um
1: uh, I'm kind of with you on that. I think not not with Janella starting. Uh, i think you're right though. i think blessing sits on this one as the super sub for this match and Sifu gets to, to start uh just for multiple reasons because of that transition game uh, a little more defensive because they need to get back they will get countered in this one and blessing is not not known to be the defensive specialist that tracks back when needed all the time uh, in a transition uh foot race so it could kind of make sense as if Went gets that role uh bam your midfield
0: um I agree with those three. Um if you have gone to do the four one, four one again, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna chuck in like obviously Vela will get a start. But I'm i I'm sitting a poker. Really? And who goes in there then? Moose. Moose. As a mid? As that wide winger mid. Straight swap. Oof. Interesting. Interesting. You know, so Blessing look, has played out that way before, right? He has. He has. But I, for the way that Moose played, I think he deserves a start. Give him a start. See what happens. You can always sub him out and put a poker in. So for me, I'm going to go give a poker a little bit of rest. He started a few games. So give him a little rest and make sure he can start for Portland. And Chicho up top. Chicho up top. Yeah,
1: that's right. It's it's not it's not debatable, is it? It's, it's Chicho top. Watch, watch Dolo surprise us and go. You know, I think I'm gonna throw Moose up there for now. And if we're in trouble, we'll bring in Chicho. He gets to rest today, and Moose gets his moment up top. Target man. Could see that. Put it past him. That. Yeah, I wouldn't put no. it past him to try this, especially since he's he's earned the he's earned the reward. Like like Tony said. And that would give a chance for either, I mean, Apoku or Chicho. Somebody's going to get a few minutes off, you know, and maybe come in if they're really, really needed in the second half, right? Insurance policy. Um, And same with Vela. Like, in reality, you start Vela, but you take him out, and that's when Apoku comes in, right? Mm. Moved move around a bit, shifted around a bit. Uh It's interesting. I still, you know... I still wouldn't be surprised if Blessing gets the start even on the out left wide because he can play and keeps other people fresh. So, and then, then two guys get a rest uh going into it. And if we need him, we really need him. The five subs are gonna be a, a, an absolute godsend this week. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh any other surprises that might get their way into the lineup? Maybe, maybe. Even even as subs, maybe in the back line. One of the kids maybe gets some minutes.
2: Christian, maybe up front.
1: Got the advertisements now. Yeah. I mean, as a late sub, maybe. Maybe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Could be. Uh we'll see. I mean, this is a tough one, guys. I I this is one of those few games where I I usually feel bullish and I don't feel as bullish in this game. Cautious optimism, but cautious is the name of the game. I do feel that this team, the way they're built against us it could get really funky in the first few minutes. And I know they were talking, I guess, in the press conference about how they try to hit, hit early on teams. Right. And that's where we slow start. So there's this issue there too. Um, Bam. Are you concerned at all?
0: No, I think our defense can hold it. And with the four, one, four, one, we're playing our defense has been really good. Like I think that we can, if we keep going on on the last game where we there was no no goals in the first half there was no injury time in the first half like when was the last time that happened for us there was no injury time in the first half it was 45 nice. and done yeah. exactly if we can keep that going I would be quite happy
1: did you know comparing both teams the passing accuracy for our team is at an 82 and there's a 67 it's like long ball stuff, right? Yeah, yeah I'm trying to look here uh, just to see a few things. In terms of fouls, in terms of of where we get into some trouble here against this team, again, everything leans towards us, of course, uh, except they can out-tackle us. So if it gets grinder, we get into trouble against them. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I think in terms of predictions, we don't do that, but Run a play, I do expect a foot race. I do expect a back and forth. I do expect a lot of drama. But I think we're going to be a little more on the front foot from the early stages. I don't think the slow starts in us, especially after the excitement of the last match. I think it's a different story, this match. I wouldn't be surprised at 0-0 first half. I kind of almost predict that to be the case. Um, Bam, do you think high scoring,
0: low scoring? Where's your head at? I'm going mid-scoring. I don't see 0-0 zero, at zero halftime. I see us taking their chances more in the first half. Um, last game, they got lucky with play defenders in the right position just blocking balls and didn't get quite to the keeper. And S- St. Clair had an amazing game. I don't see us coming up against amazing keepers two weekends in a row. I can see what St. Clair stopped last week won't get stopped this week. You think with Blake? I'm hoping. I'm hoping Blake has an off off day. <laughs> I'd like to have a day, but s- some of the saves that St. Clair did last game were amazing saves that yeah, Blake could make on his day. But whether he, he's on his day, I don't see that being happened this time. Having to travel all the way over
1: could be, could be. I just know word for a good heavyweight fight against against a brawler from Philly. What, what could go wrong? Uh, <laughs> it should be fun. It should be fun. Uh, Tony, your thoughts on how this thing could play out, not score wise but just do you think we're in a slugfest? There's going to be a lot of goals? or
2: I think it's going to be tight. It's going to be – I think we're going to see another Minnesota game, 100%. Um, Another strong keeper, the best in the MLS, keeper-wise. So – we're going to need all our guns, all our ammunitions, whatever we have in our reserves, to go forward, moving to beat them. Hopefully, not too much because we need to save that for Portland, moving forward, coming up. But I, feel, I believe it's going to be another Minnesota, so expect a lot of frustrations moving forward.
1: <laughs> yeah, I expect some some bruises in this game, uh, even more against Portland because. They play like animals, but, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see. I, I, again, I don't think we're gonna benefit from those early sub outs to, to rest people. We just it, this is gonna be a battle. And it's just how it's gotta be. Uh, anything else to add, boys? We take it to the fans, take it to our supporters, and what they think about what's going down. No, no, you guys are good. We are good. So. All right, let's hear from the faithful. Let's jump. You got a few comments. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Let's see. Espe- Mr. Roberto Espinosa says, just waiting for our first half luck. We said that last time. How about this one? He's happy about Twitch, guys. He says, oh, snap, a Twitch show. He said, just me or have the rest just terrible all over the league? Yes, they're terrible all over the league. 100%.
0: Bad. That being, that being said, though, but Rafael last game had an amazing game. He led a yeah. lot of, of free-flowing. It was, actually was really well ref,ed And that ref was Alan Chapman.
1: He's done our games before. He's done our games before. I think we've had some glory against Carson with him as, as a referee, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. He's one of the better ones. I mean, he's he's gone places. That's for sure. Uh, let's see. Roberto Espinoza says, I take a loss to Austin to beat Portland, but uh, Austin, nah, I wouldn't take a loss, but you know, I think Austin's due to lose one. Honestly, I think they're going to get put in check eventually here.
0: Just going to. Yeah, well, Austin does play Carson this weekend. And but in Austin, right? In Austin. And Portland are playing away to New York Red Bulls this weekend.
1: They're going to get hammered.
0: <laughs> Their game's just before ours, too.
1: They're going to get destroyed. Because if you guys watch Portland this year, it ain't so hot. They got some issues, real issues with that lineup. Because they play that dirty ball, man. And, and, and I, I thought they'd have some injury stuff. And guys do playing with a knock. It's happening. I think just as we predicted, it's it's happening to them. They're, they're getting tired already because that system is not sustainable. But I hear they are bringing a new soldier into the ranks. So we we'll, we could talk about that as we go. But um, I know we're not going to have really an episode before that match, but you know us. We'll find a way to get to you guys. You know how that goes. Uh, Anthony, how do you feel about our third DP? Who do you want as a third DP? I'm broken record on this. Central attacking mid. Any sort of central mid, somebody can control things, set up some some chances. That's what I want to see.
0: Bam. It's hard. Like last year, we could rattle off lots of names. This year, you sit there and go, "But if you're bringing this player, this player will sit." But they're having a great season. Do we want that? It's it's hard.
1: Yeah, because if you bring a guy in who sits, a Costa, Blessing, Sifu, like those are the guys you're talking about. It's really hard chemistry-wise, you know, to bring someone in. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a transition. Pick your poison, right? Uh, let's see. Let's go to... Oh, Hawks has a comment, guys. It says, yeah, it's late out here, but, you know, I can't miss the show. Thanks for checking in. Yep. Uh, I did give a call because... Oh, boy, man. Um, Is it scary? Not going to lie. Thankful we're all good. We're thankful you're good, man. I know that got way too close, but uh, you're safe. That's what matters uh he says these late night matches insane though this weekend's match is going to start at 10 p.m their time um out in uh kansas yeah it's late man it's late for us eight o'clock's late i know act bit, like an old man beautiful
0: one one p.m kickoffs sunday
1: <laughs> so yes the australian market is locked in people there it is that's where the ratings are coming from right there uh, <laughs> Carlos C wouldn't be worried about this game if it wasn't for Portland game on Tuesday. Dolo needs to rotate the squad, he does, man, and it's an expense with that. So, uh, as much as we want to see it again, don't be surprised, don't be surprised with some crazy changes. Uh, MG, we should start Chicho and Moose together like a two man front, get all crazy with the 5 3 2. Madness I would do that. Back madness.
2: I would do oh, that with God. Portland.
1: Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Or, you know, he's going to go 4-3-3 against those dudes and just let it rip.
0: Mm -hmm. We'll go back to the 90s football 4-4-2.
1: Oh, yes. There's some teams in our league that are doing that again. It's coming back, people. It's back. Trust me. You'll see a few teams they are all about that 4-4-2. And it's okay. I like it, too. I'm good with it. It's vanilla. Carlos C. 4-4-2. It's the vanilla way. It's what we all know. It's what we grew up with. It's what we know how to play. We all know that system. If we've played, that's the one, right? You're classic. Um, but if it works and you have the right guys, it's cool, man. It's cool. Things kind of come and go in football, right? Get popular, go away, get popular again. Somebody acts like they're the first to find it, and then all of a sudden, we love that guy, and then it goes away again. Just ask Pep and how things are going with him right now and an amazing system. How'd that end? How'd that end? there's tony enjoying how that ended so there you go uh good stuff guys thank you for the comments always amazing and this show as we're flying through we've hit the 129 mark so we're kind of getting towards it here as tradition dictates like i said we're going to find a way to get some comments from us regarding the portland match after this one we'll figure it out guys to get to you full episode maybe not but we'll figure something out uh so boys Who's up for it? I think, Bam, you had the lead last last time. So, Tony, guess what? You have the final comments of the day, sir.
2: All I have to say is be safe out there tonight because it is Cinco de Drinco. Um, same rules apply, same St. day. If you need a ride, call an Uber, call a NIF, call a Lyft. AAA can tow your car if you need to and be safe out there we need you for saturday hydrate 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 that day. um if you're going to be there with your mothers or you're going to have a good time anywhere you go with them hopefully they have seats don't i don't think they should be in the north end. it's not the unless your mom is that hardcore fan that i've heard stories about that so um but have fun let's get this dug and then move on to portland and Keep winning the same way. So, yeah.
1: There we go. There we go. Thank you, Tony. Bam, you have the floor, sir.
0: Uh, final words that Scottish team that voted no to the VAR coming in was actually Greenwich Morton in the Scottish Championship. They're a fully community owned uh, team. And their reason behind it that they put up with was as a community owned club fans are the foremost of our minds and it is often felt that var has in some ways diminished the experience of watching games where it is used so is there reasoning behind voting no for it which i can agree to some degree some point. um big weekend of sports this weekend especially here in australia you got the fun around the a league before the playoffs kickoff it's a tight race to see who wins it you got uh, Victory and Western United, two Victorian teams in second and third behind Melbourne City. Victory kickoff on Saturday, Western United Sunday, and City on Monday, so big weekend there. Um, as I was saying to the boys earlier, the Central Coast Mariners are playing where Marcus Urani plays for, are playing their derby, their local rivals, Newcastle Jets. And what they've done is everyone with a member can bring as many mates as they want. And whoever brings the most mates to the game this round will end up getting a corporate box next season for a game to sit and watch. So, as an incentive to get more people to the game, the clubs turn around and did that. So, which is a good thing for a small league.
1: That's going to be wild. I hope it pays off. I, you know, entire schools showing up, right? Something crazy like that, right? Uh, they're all pretty, my pretty friends. much
0: friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, what it is, it's, um, all the members got given a code to give out to all their friends to book tickets online, use this code, so whoever's used the most. Like, I've seen people that said, yeah, I've got 100 codes being used as we speak type of thing. So it's hopefully going to be packed out, and it's called the F3 Derby because they're on the F3 motorway.
1: Oh, that's fun. That's fun. I, I like rivalries named after motorways. I just do. They seem more dignified than being stuck on a motorway. Just a thought. Uh, good <laughs> on you, bam. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, man. I think it's my turn. I gotta get my comments. Here we are. So late night this Saturday. I will see you guys there. Uh losing my mind yet again for my beloved club. Before then, though, I'm gonna make sure this time to actually show up at the Pepsi uh scarf and do my thing with the family. We'll have scars up for good. We'll hashtag that bad boy get that thing on Instagram. Get it out there and support the cause. I'd say if you guys can do that on your first, when you first get there before you go enjoy the tailgate, do that, make it happen, make it official. Let's help and get Mo's field up and running. Now, beyond that, go enjoy the tailgate. Bring your mom to the game if you can, right? It's about the family. It's about our moms. Uh, This is that week we do it, you know? Um, And go have fun with the family this weekend. That's what it's about. That's the football. It's all a family in North End anyway. We'll just extend that out to the uh, Christmas tree lane and make it happen. Food's going to be good. There's going to be a lot of stuff. I hear the prices also um, are kind of like 90 for 90 level uh, at the uh, I mean, Christmas tree lane. Uh, I guess the beer prices are lower than normal, too. So I guess they're ready for a long, crazy, fun day. So go out there, and make it happen. Be safe at the end of the day. See so you ready to make some noise with all of us that evening. The club's going to need it. We're playing the first place team in the East. They're going to probably be first place um, by the end of it anyway on their end. And that's the team we're probably chasing for the supporter shield or they're chasing us. Let's be real about that. Uh, but this is the team we're going to have to duel with for the supporter shield. I don't think there's any way around it. That's what we're facing. So get out there, support your team, make some noise and make it happen uh, to everyone. Again, be safe. We love you all. We can't wait to see you there um and of course tradition dictates the word of the day tony word of the day
2: stay golden bam stay golden
1: and for me to all of you stay golden los angeles